Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. That's why, I, I mean, I guess that's like I said, that's where I'm at now. It's like those are the things you kind of have to learn and know that God is always with you and knowing what, you know, talking to him daily. I, like I said, I know I need to get back doing it. But well, we both did that true. over here, me and Gina. Mm-hmm. We spent time with the Lord and we talked to him and. He's just been downloading different things into my spirit, even things that when I am used on the prophet's corner, it's amazing, honey, how he gives you new revelation. Exactly. Yep. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I heard some people come in. Well, hold on a second. Let me see if I can get to my computer. Hope I don't have technical difficulties tonight. Good evening for those who are just joining us. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Ancestor Prayer. So hold on one moment and we have we're gonna let give time for everybody to come here. Well, good evening, Minister Lashana. Oh. Good evening. How you doing? I'm a doing. How you doing? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Amen. It won't make a difference, will it? <laughs> no, but I got blessed, so I think I ain't complaining. Amen. You, you, Good evening, realize. Pastor. Good evening, Prophet. I got really blessed this week, so I am not even, you do not hear me complain. Praise mm-hmm. God. Praise God. To God be the glory. Yeah. 
Hold on one second. God be glory. Hopefully I can get my music running because I'm... If not, just tell me what you want me to play, and I'll go over to my office and play it. Okay. She she did that for me this morning on the Prophet's Corner, Minister Shauna. Amen. Okay. Amen. Uh, William McDowell, I'll give myself away. Okay. I have that one, too, so let me go over and and pull it up. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Is that you had you humidifier helping you out, Pastor? Um, no, because I have not um, I have not used it. I um, the it's the the thing is in my chest right now, so I'm trying to take some things to get it loose and okay. off my chest. Yeah, I'm not okay. stuffy. I'm I'm breathing. I'm breathing freely. It's just my my chest and my throat. Okay. Yeah, and um, and I have um, periodically I have a fever. Um, you know, sometimes it it comes and I sweat right. profusely, and then it goes away. So okay. I, I'm I'm okay with breathing. It's just um, my chest. Okay. Uh, have you been drinking lemon tea? Um, I'm drinking I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking everything that you can think of. Um, I'm I'm even drinking water with lime. Goodness. Yeah. I'm 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 trying I'm trying everything and the latest the latest thing oh that's loud. The latest thing um that I'm I'm using is uh olive leaf extract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that is supposed to um it's supposed to work. Um, I was told to take like four in the morning and four at night, but that's just too much in addition to everything else that I'm taking. So I'm doing yeah, two. Yeah, hot. yeah, it's too much. I like I um I find my my body is like trembling a lot. Yes, because I have like an internal fever, but I think I just have too much. I'm taking too much stuff, so I I do two of the two in the mornings and two at nights, and. Um, I must say how how I'm feeling right now is a whole lot better than how I was feeling yesterday at the same time. Amen. So um, something something is working. Um, I'm trying to drink a lot of um, liquid to flush my system, and um, hopefully I can you know get something. The 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 coughing that was persistent for several days, I don't have that anymore. I'll probably Today I probably coughed maybe like five times, and you know, uh, whereas before I was coughing every five minutes. So you know, the coughing has stopped, but um, it's in my you know, there's something in my chest that has to go. So I'm you know trying to get. Yeah, because this sounded like this sounded like bronchitis. Exactly, because um, when when I do cough. I can hear, I can hear, um, you know, that, 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 you know, the wheezing and, and that sound, you know, but, but, you know, we, we, um, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. There shall be no bronchitis, not in this body, not in this body. And it seems as if my computer was shut down today, 
And because it's not a new computer, it is taking a little time to come up. I wonder why it shut down. I normally don't shut it down. I just close the lid. Sounds like mine, tortoise the turtle. <laughs> Real slow. Yeah. Mine's my internet connection. Like my computer is fast, but yeah, my internet okay. connection because I, I moved out here in the middle of now. It's not really country, but it's close. So AT&T consider us country. So mm. I would have to go through the local uh, service to get uh, DSL. So and I'm actually on um, I'm actually on satellite. So sometimes I have it and sometimes I don't. Mhm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. I I'm I'm okay with um with internet in the house except where I am. Sometimes the connections, especially if I have you know um, a whole lot of units going. Like if my my daughter is on her her phone, my son's on his laptop, my husband's on his laptop. And his phone, um, it you know this 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 little computer here because it's already old, it has um, difficulty picking up the Wi-Fi signal um, very strong, but you know we do because we're we're you know we're we're in a city so the the Wi-Fi is pretty pretty strong out here. I just need um, to have some some sort of um, adapter um, inside the house. To pick to pick it up properly from the main modem. Amen. Here we go. Glory to God. We give you praise. Amen. We give you praise. Hallelujah. You are worthy, Lord. Glory to God. You are worthy of our praises. You're worthy. We Thank lift you, you on high. Hallelujah. We glorify you. We magnify you. Truly, there's nobody like you. There's none above you, O oh God. Lord. You are yes, God and you Lord. are God all by yourself. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. We bless your holy name. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. You can do Hallelujah. it. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, glory to God. Hallelujah. Just praise his holy name. We praise Thank you, him. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those who join us, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Intercessory Prayer. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We will have music shortly. We both, we have a slight technical difficulty, so amen, amen. Amen. It is loading. Um, it's loading, 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 loading. We thank, we thank God. Hallelujah. We thank God. It's it's loading. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
praise dear Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give myself away.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Ancestral Prayer. This is Sister Lashana. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, good evening. I just had to say this is a wonderful Monday. I am very blessed and I hope you are have been too. So um before we get started, as always, Prophet Bob, would you like to open us up in prayer? I'd be honored to, thank you. Father, I prayed earlier, but between that time and right now, I could have slipped up. I could have made a mistake. I could have even failed you. But I know I did something wrong. And so, Father, I repent, asking you to forgive me, cleanse me, wash me in your precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we've gathered here tonight to hear the mysteries of God. And Father, I'm honored that we're going to learn the deep things of God tonight. And Father, someone has come tonight on the call and they need a word. And as I said on the prophet's corner, you've come to the right place. Because the word of God is going to be spoken like no other. It will be the deep things of God where the Bible is illuminated right before our eyes. Amen. Right before Elder June's eyes. There's great anointing in her eyes tonight. To open up and unlock. Oh, hey, hey. Open up and unlock the mysteries of God tonight. And she's going to share with us what the Holy Spirit inside of her has spoken to her tonight. So if you've come in for a word tonight, you're in the right place. And so, Father, touch everyone that's come on the call. They've come to hear a prophetic word, and they're going to hear it tonight. And it's going to bless them and it will catapult them to their next level. Tonight we're grateful because the Holy Spirit is here to do great and mighty things which we know not of. So do what you do best, Father. Bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Back to you, Minister Shauna. Okay, amen. I'm talking to my phone told me, amen, amen. I'm like, can y'all hear me? And I'm like, nobody's saying anything. Okay, good evening. Um, I'm going to open up the line for testimonies and praise for us, but I'm going to give mine first. Amen, because, you know, um, we always, uh, the reason why we give testimonies and praise reports is, is, you know, to uplift, to encourage. And also, your testimony can be somebody else's breakthrough. See, that's what God uses testimonies. And I have to say, here's mine. I got, I've, you know, I've been blessed. I got a washer, dryer. I got a top, uh, front loader, washer, and dryer, and a stove. I got them all for $300 a piece. I got $3,000 worth of appliances 
for for like um, $300 a piece. So I paid maybe $1,000 with tax and everything. Wow. Wow. Good God. I mean. God's favor. God has blessed me. So, and, you know, I've been blessed. Sometimes, I guess I've been blessed. That is my testimony because um, I'm praying for stuff to happen in my life. And, you know, I have to love, I love God. And I'm learning every day. I realize I learn more and more about myself every day. But also I have to say I thank God for what he's doing in this season, even though I may not understand it. And y'all know my story. Y'all know what's been going on here. But, you know, God is still good. God has always been good. He has never changed and he never wavers. But I'm excited because my soul I mean, when I started looking up the prices on how much everything costs, I was shocked. <laughs> and my, I was really shocked, but I can tell you, I've been blessed, so I can't, I, I can't complain at all. So that is my testimony. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, so I'm kind of like a little kid right now because I'm looking at it, and then I'm like, you know how you kind of want to sit in chair in front, of like, because I got, like, nice, I got a nice washing dryer set, but like I said, I get like a little kid sometimes, but that is, you know, I'm blessed. I can't complain. I, would, I, wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even try to use it. I'd just let it sit for a couple of months. <laughs> oh, see, that, I did that to the stove already. I have shined the stove up because it's black and stainless steel because all, all of them are black. Like, it matches my refrigerator and everything. Oh, wow. They're all the Galaxy Series stuff. So I'm like, I've been teasing, like I cleaned up my friends, my my best friend came in this evening. Uh, she said, um, I think you I think you clean that stove so it's sparkling. I was like, probably so. <laughs> so I can't complain. So that's that's my testimony. That's my breakthrough. So I would have to say that I've been blessed and you know, Sometimes we gotta thank God. This to me is like, it, I'm just, I'm just happy, and I've been happy in a while, so I'm just blessed. I can't complain. You sound so that's a, my testimony. You're in a good place. You're in a very, very good place, and um, you know now you're seeing that God meant it. That He had you, um, you know, waiting for a little while because there was something that you had to do. And now that you've completed that task, um, glory to God, you're going to begin to see more um, blessings coming your way. You're going to see um, the manifestation of the blessings that he has already given to you. But you're going to see more manifestations coming to pass now. And you are in the right place um, spiritually to receive them now. So get ready for more in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, again. Amen. So, with that, I'm teasing already. All right, so, <laughs> I'm opening up the line right now for praise reports and testimonies. I mean, if your testimony means I woke up this morning, that's a testimony. So, I'm opening up the line. Amen. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go first. I'm going to beat Prophet Bob. I'm going to hurry up and beat him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to just give 
give glory to God and give him thanks for uh, uh, all that he's doing for me and how he's just protecting me and blessing me and just continues um, to make ways out of no ways. Um, I received the word from last night, you know, the month of August. This is going to be a month of new beginnings, a uh, beginning of new beginnings and uh, supernatural favor and miracles working in the life as believers, I hope you rece- I hope you heard and received that word if you're on the prayer line tonight. Amen. Uh, and and uh, that was the word that went forth in reference to um, the people of God, the the the, um, the the children of God that we were going to be blessed. And God was going to bring some closure. And that word, I, I forgot to share that last night and say that that you know there's been closure in my life. To open up new chapters, so I'm just grateful for that. Um, uh, today, uh, my friend called me. Um, he is a past preacher, pastor, and he has a uh, ministry. Um, I, I've, I've invited him to come to the prayer line several times, whatnot. And I hope he, at one point, he didn't believe in prophets. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was uh, funny. Really funny, whatnot. And uh, he actually got the speak to a brother that um that's a prophet from Tennessee. He doesn't actually come on this prayer line but um I've invited him several times but he hasn't but um this man of God shared some things with him. He's fifty years old and the prophet told him that he was gonna be married, that he's gonna be married to this beautiful woman and uh that she was younger but they were gonna have a child and boy you know, every everything that God used him to speak to him came to pass and man he was he was so surprised and so shocked, man. It, it was funny, but uh, he called me today, and um, he um, he the Lord just placed him like Prophet Bob. I talked to Prophet Bob. The Lord placed me heavy on his heart today, and on this guy, he called me out of nowhere, and he said, "Man, I just," I, he was just crying. He was in tears. He has a ridiculous testimony. I mean, just just absolutely ridiculous. Just I mean, coming from. Um, and there's nothing, nothing that he wouldn't, that I'm saying to you that he wouldn't say to you himself. <coughs> but he used to be a um, kingpin, drug drug lord. Mm. And uh, he lived in New York, and then he moved to Miami. And he said that he always felt like an outcast because his family, you know, he had a stepdad, and his dad and his mom, you know, had children. They were lighter than him, and he was darker. And... um they used to treat him kind of different, and um, he finally met with his dad, and his dad was, you know, a, a drug a drug kingpin and whatnot, and he followed in his footsteps. And uh make a long story short, this brother's been shot like 20 times. <laughs> Off here, yeah. He's like, he's like RoboCop. He he just won't die. He's, uh, he's been in the hospital. I mean, I can't even count how many times he's been in the hospital, but he has a vid. The Lord plays placed a vision in his path in his heart and um he's he's really he got he was supposed to be in prison forever. He got out of prison in ten years. Um he has connections in Texas with the uh the government there and uh he goes back and forth there talking to different youth and stuff like that. And T B N did an interview with him today for three hours. Wow. Wow. And when I mean and when I mean this brother can talk, I'm, I I know every inch, every second of that conversation, he was not, he was, he didn't stop talking. <laughs> 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 he 
He can. Oh God, he could go. He's fun. He's hilarious. He's uh, he's a, he's a he's Puerto Rican. He's a brother. He's he's from the streets of New York, but he's also you know he's been in Miami, been in the South, and so he's he's uh, he's a powerful man of God, and he's just uh, been in my corner, been there to love on me. And Amen. Day, man. Amen. He was, he was crying and just like man, he he just encouraged me and said, Joe. Don't don't. He said your name is Joseph for a reason. He kept on saying that. He said your name is Joseph for a reason. He said don't say your the way he talks. I mean he he every word comes out of his mouth. He's really passionate. You know. He's like man, don't sell your birthright. Man, don't you sell your birth. You know, just talk to me like that. And uh, man, he just gives me chills just thinking about hearing him talk, whatever. But um, uh, they're going to be doing a segment on him. I'll, I'll give you the times and the. the time that's going to be on and stuff like that or whatever, but yeah, so excited. And uh, I just praise the Lord for that. I just wanted to share his testimony with y'all today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise his name. Mr. LaShawna, get off mute. <laughs> Amen. I'm just talking. Yes, ma'am. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Again, the line is now open for testimonies and praise reports. Amen. <laughs> thank God for another day. That's all I can say. Amen. I thank you for another day. It's just been peaceful all day today. I did go out for an hour and a half, but I didn't fellowship with nobody. The Lord wanted me to fellowship with him, so I brought him into Dunkin' Donuts. We sat down. I had a green tea, and he had a glass of water, and we fellowshiped, just me and Jesus. And, boy, it was great. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know, God is good, and we always say God is good, and, you know, and we all can say back real quick all the time and all the time what God is good. We all say that, but. You know what? Our God is awesome. Yes, he, he is. is. Hallelujah. He is awesome. Um, you have to kind of just say he's awesome. That's the only word I can say right now is he is awesome. Amen. He would do exactly what he said he would do. And you just have to just trust him. You know, sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. And I'm speaking, trust me, it is. But you have to trust him. We have to learn. And that's a daily walk. So that is way into Elder Jew Malcolm this evening. Uh, if you've been following on, rolling on, we're knowing the characteristics of God, knowing God, knowing who he is, what he stands for, in pursuit of knowledge. Because I can tell you right now, there are stories, and I'm, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've heard a lot of stories who got who, what people think God is, what they call him this week, what he was called last week. <laughs> you know, it's a you know, but the thing is, you can call God anything, but if you don't know the characteristics, you don't know them. And this is what good food is. We learn we learn about God. We learn about his wisdom. We learn everything about him. So I always say get your knife, your fork, and your plate ready because, I always, as always, Elder Jew Malcolm has a word for us tonight. Amen? Amen. 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 Elder Jew Malcolm. On the line. Yeah, she's on. Okay, she's on. Mm-hmm. All right. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm here listening to you because I'm in fun. 
Amen. Amen. So let us prepare ourselves for the words this evening. Right now, Father God, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, you're my Abba Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, and I give you praise tonight, Father God. Father God, I lift up uh, our, our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. You see what they're knowing for their ministry, we ask you to send blessings their way, Lord. I lift up Pastor Marine Chen daily right now, Father God. And in the name of Jesus, we rebuke this, the mucus out of her, the extra mucus I agree, in her chest Lord. now, in the name of Jesus. Fire and we see normal levels of mucus and normal levels of functioning now, in the name of Jesus. We consider that cleared out lungs, no bronchitis. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. So, God, we speak rest to her body, healing, and rest to her body, in Jesus' name. And also, uh, right now, I lift up Elder Jude Malcolm up to you. Yes. Father God, pour into her everything that she is needing for this lesson tonight, Lord. God, I say, wherever well, she decreased, and she decreased, you totally increased, Father God. And right now, Father God, I ask you to prepare our hearts and our souls and our minds and our our hearts for this lesson that's coming about, Father God. Father God, let these lessons shape our characteristics and towards you, Father God. Let this shape our minds. Let us change shape our thoughts and put our thoughts along what you think and what you want, Father God. And God, I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Elder June? Praise the Lord, Minister. Minister, the line is all yours. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give God praise and glory. Hallelujah. For he is so good. His mercies are everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Amen. Therefore, we we can bless God and bless God and bless God, even in the time of trouble, even when nothing seems to be working right. We can bless God, Hallelujah, glory to God, because His mercies are innumerable. So, in a certain day, if we see nothing. We can still rejoice and glorify God, and no other God can do that except our God. Hallelujah. So we give God praise. Hallelujah. We give God glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We glorify you. Hallelujah. And we bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Oh, Shia, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you, God, for your mercies and your grace and your goodness. Pastor Chen, Marine Chen Bailey, I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you. I'm glad that you're on the line, and I'm glad that the Lord has proven himself again to be your healer and your spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if he doesn't do it in the time when we expect him to, he is still who he is. He's still our healer. (laughs) And he's still our strength. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it is so wonderful when he does it, when we want him to do it. (laughs) And sometimes he spoils us. And sometimes he doesn't. He's a good father. He knows when to spoil us and he knows when not to spoil us. Amen. Glad that you're feeling better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I greet 
alle Minister, meine Associate-Comrade, Pastor Minister Burton, God bless you, thank you for opening. Hallelujah, and Prophet Bob, and all the other members who are on the line. I, I bless you. I bless you all for being here. And I, I bless the Lord for his presence. Um, thank the Lord, thank the Holy Ghost for being here with us. He is our teacher. And if he does not speak, then we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Glory to God. But I'm so glad that he's here and he, and, he, and he does speak. Isn't it wonderful to have a God who hears and a God who speaks and a God who who feels and a God who can be touched and a God who, uh, who does work. Hallelujah. And that's our God. Hallelujah. And we bless, we bless the Lord tonight for being himself, for being so efficient and to be so wonderful. Um, we've been talking about the characteristics and the nature of God, and, and uh, we've just been looking at the good side of God, the good things of God, except for last week when I pointed out from the book of Romans that um, God said he hated Esau before he was even born, while he was yet in the in the womb. So we've been looking at God um, from his <laughs> from his good side. Um, but I'm always mindful um, when I teach God um, in the depths that we're looking at him that God could have been, he could have been opposite to what we know about him if he wanted to. Like, he could have been evil if he wanted to um, because God was the one who decided how to be how he is. Nobody made him. Nobody forced him. Nobody could threaten him. Nobody could hold a gun to his head and and, and, and let him tremble and decide to be something. So God, when he was all by himself, he decided to be good. He decided to be the, the person that we know him to be, and, and we give God much thanks, we give God all praise, and we give God all glory, that he is not heinous, that he's not destructive, but he is creative, he, he is good, he is kind, he is tender. We, we bless him that those are the qualities, because he could have decided to be opposite to how he is, and he could have created us anyways, but rather than creating us for his pleasure, um, in a good way, he could have um, created us um, to provide him pleasure in a wicked way. So that means when we feel pain and torture, and he would torture us himself, when we feel pain and torture, that's when he would have pleasure. But um, we can always bless the Lord. We can always bless the Lord that he decided, he decided to be good. Hallelujah. He decided, hallelujah, glory to God, that he would be so good that he devised a plan that in eternity, when we get back there with him, he will be totally separated from him and from us, and never again shall the twain meet, because he says there is a gulf. He has made a gulf. Like, so right now we can see both sides. He made a tree of good and evil in, in, in the garden. So Adam and Eve had to face evil at a certain point. Um, God, in, in, in Romans chapter 8, 
the Bible told us that God subjected them to vanity. Hallelujah. And, and so we don't have to we don't have to defend God. God is just and God is right in everything that He does. God is love. Everything that God does is love. If we don't know Him enough and we don't understand we don't understand what He is doing enough, we might read certain scriptures and and decide that um He is not worthy. And deciding that he's not worthy. But if we do know God, hallelujah, and see um, from God's eyes what he's doing, then we will realize that even in the instances when it looks like um, he was not quite right in his decisions, we can see that he is always more than right. And so that is why God invites anybody, but it was his children when he was talking to he was talking to Israel. He says, If you have a cause against me, then I invite you, come up and lay out your case, lay out your cause. Lay, lay wicked things to my charge. And um, because God can stand. Anybody think God is wicked, anybody think God is evil, God can stand to to those charges. And um God, God is not afraid of his his, his, create, his creatures that he created, that they can they can lay anything to his charge, and found him and found him guilty for any 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 evil, because evil in saying that he hated Esau before Esau was born. If you look if you look at Esau. And um, and Jacob, because he said he loved Jacob, so you can look at both. If you look at Esau and Jacob, and you look at look at them from the right angle, from through the eyes of God, you you will see that God was quite just in um, in using such strong language against against Esau, um, because Esau proved himself to be profane. Um, he was a very profane boy. And I'm so glad that God has foreknowledge. God knows things beforehand. You know, he knows the end from the beginning. I, I am so glad that um, God has foreknowledge because if he didn't have foreknowledge, because Esau was the, the firstborn, so to speak, the one that opened the womb and came out first, um, if that's all God if, that, if that's all God knew, which one came out first and would have put into Esau's charge the the responsibility to um to preserve to preserve mankind, then a long time ago we would have been extinct off the face of the earth. And uh, if you want to challenge me an extinct, you can challenge me an extinct because God did cause Esau to continue long enough to have to form a nation. They were called the Edomites. Those were God's children. Those were Esau's children, the Edomites. And today, you can't find any Edomite on the earth because they were all wiped out. <laughs> they, they became extinct. So if so, if Esau. If God did not know Esau's nature, Esau's personality and Esau, not his nature, Esau's personality and characteristics that he was going to exhibit, then being the firstborn, then God would have put in in his charge the responsibility of preserving Israel and preserving man. 
And so today there would be no human being on earth. There would be neither, there would be neither Israel nor man because Esau being profane did not know how to preserve um, his own people, his own nation, and so he wouldn't have known how to preserve the work of God. So that's why God says he hated him. Not hate him to do any evil against him. Um, God doesn't hate like that. And so that's why I said they might read, somebody might read a scripture and not having the proper understanding of the context might charge God foolishly. But if you do understand the context of scripture, you will see that God is always right. Because there's, there's absolutely no one in their right mind is going to, to create something and put all their, all their heart into it and don't love it enough to preserve it and will not be jealous over it. No, nobody functioning right um, does not feel jealousy if what they love is is threatened. Their safety or their preservation is threatened. So we see that God, God has very strong emotions. And so from, we know he has emotions and he said he loves Jacob and he hate Esau. Love and hate our emotions. So God is God has God has emotions. I keep on telling folks that anything we have, God has it. And we can't have anything that God doesn't have because then we would be more than him. So we have what God has. And and, and so God has emotion. God has a heart and God can be touched. God can be touched with the feelings of our um infirmities. And so because because Esau was a profane person and was not going to change, he was not going to repent. <laughs> he was not going to be a prophet Bob. I listen to Prophet Bob pray all the time. And sometimes I said, you know, if all of us were so mindful to watch over our soul and watch over our actions and make certain, hallelujah, glory to God, that um, we stay in the light of God, then the world would be a better place, and the church would be more effective, hallelujah, glory to God. The church would be more effective, and we would be a better children of God. Um, hallelujah, glory to God. So, just like Job Job had enough sense not to charge God foolishly. And so we have to we have to make certain that we don't charge God that we don't charge God foolishly. If we do see something in the scriptures that appears as if appears as if because you will see something that appears as if Something went wrong in the characteristic of God. You are quite free to say, mm, <laughs> let's take a double take here. Um, rather than pretending like you don't see it, I just thankfully mm, that couldn't be. Then we need to sit with the scriptures that looks hard, like like this Esau business, hating Esau before he was born. 
as children of God, we're we're quite free to sit with the Holy Ghost and say, could you please educate me on that? Um, God is love. I don't understand about hating a child before he was born. <coughs> so could you please um please take me in your class and educate me? Glory to God, so that. I will not misunderstand, neither will I misinterpret. I will not misunderstand you, and I will not misinterpret um, your word. And the Holy Ghost would be... (coughs) Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry about that. And the Holy Ghost will be very congenial and explain it to you. So tonight I really want to finish off um, the nature and characteristic of, of God. And then um, next week I want to go to the attributes of God. So let's see if we can go very quickly. Um, I, usually, I usually finish off a, a segment with, with lots of reading. And so, so last week I started reading the week, and we're continuing reading reading tonight, and hopefully I'll get through. Um, maybe not every single scripture. I, I usually have more scriptures than I need, but enough of them anyways to to prove what I'm trying to say. I'm going to go. So we um we we establish we establish that between nature and characteristics characteristics pertain to the individual deciding the individual person deciding how they want to be like people make choice uh, as to how they're going to act how they're going to think and on what they want to be said about them in their eulogy if they if they if they're wise if they have to and some people just don't care <laughs> they live carelessly but if they do care, people will think, okay, what do I want my fellow men to think about me? What do I want my boss to think about me? That's why we have this resume business. And if you go for a job interview, they ask these tricky questions to try and get you to say something silly about yourself. And 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 so you you have to have a healthy self-image as you're, as you're going through life to make certain that you don't even speak against your own self. So people get a chance to choose their characteristics. And we see sometimes we do we do um train our children in a certain way and they become adults and begin to act completely contrary to how you train them because they're influenced by other factors other than you. They're influenced by the society, uh, and they will they will act outside of the, the the teaching that you give them. And hopefully, because um, God God gave us a promise in Proverbs twenty two. Hopefully, um, <clears throat> our children, if they go astray, they will find they will find their way. They will find their way back. Back to the Lord, Hallelujah, glory to God. They will find their way back to the Lord before the time of their departure. And that um, 
when they do leave this earth, they will find themselves in the kingdom of God. So the nature, though, we said the nature was, <coughs> although the nature of God still, still prove who God is, according to his action, we're, we're saying that nature, as opposed to characteristics, the nature applies to the entire nation or the entire race or the entire species of beings. So everybody, whereas characteristic is to the individual, <clears throat> and it's an individual choice, nature is innate. It's inborn. It's just how you are. And that belongs to the species. <clears throat> and so everybody in that species is. It's not, it doesn't come by choice. If you're born in that species, that's what you have. So I'm going to give an example. Um, there's a little story. It could be, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a myth, but it, 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 it portrays this point. So I'm going to tell it to you. That um, one day, uh, what is it in Jamaica? A scorpion. A scorpion wanted to cross a river. And there was a frog on the river bank. So the scorpion says to the frog, could you give me a ride across this river? Um, when the flood came down early, it washed me over here, and I can't get back, and my babies are over there, and I have to go over to feed my babies. And the frog says, I, I would really like to help you, Mr. Scorpion, <laughs> but I cannot because I don't want to die. I want to live. And the scorpion says, what do you mean by that? And the frog says, you are a scorpion, and I am a frog. And scorpions bite frogs. So the scorpion says, but in this case, I'm not hunting you. You're actually helping me, because if, you don't, if I don't get across, all my babies are going to die. One old generation is going to die. So in gratitude, I wouldn't bite you. I don't invite you. I was hunting you, but I'm not hunting you. You're helping me out. And I really need to get to my kids. And the frog said, no, no, I don't think you have it in you not to bite. And the scorpion said, well, how would you know if you don't give me a chance? And do you want it on your conscience that all my babies die when you could have given me a ride and, and, and it wouldn't have cost you anything? So the frog thought and thought about it. <clears throat> and because if it is the nature of frogs... <laughs> To be kind, he decided to acquiesce and give the scorpion a ride. So they're going across the river. The scorpion jumped on his back, and they're going across the river. And um, the scorpion saying, "See, Mr. Frog, I'm not biting you, and I'm 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 no weight. I'm not I'm no weight on your shoulder." And Mr. Frog is saying, mm, um, "Okay, all right. Anyway, as soon as the frog got very very close enough to the next side of the river." The scorpion bit him <clears throat> and jumped off on the other side because he was close enough to land that he could jump off the frog's back and jump onto the land. And so as the frog was dying, of course he's going to feed the frog to his babies, <laughs> but as the frog was dying, the frog says, you promised you wouldn't bite me. You said the scenario and the setting um, were different. Like I was not being hunted. I was helping you out. I was doing you a favor. And you said you wouldn't bite me because I was doing you a favor to save the life of your children. And this, the scorpion laughs and says, Mr. Frog, you're going to die knowing that it is my nature to bite. I can't help it. That's how I am. 
And so that's what nature is. And that's, that's how you are. That's how everybody in the species is. That's how, <clears throat> that's how you're born. That's how you're created. So in putting for that proposal, somebody, if they're thinking, they, um, the way how I think that is, they would say that, that means God doesn't have any nature then. And then I would say, why, is, why do you think God doesn't have any nature? And he said, because God is the only one of his kind. <clears throat> and, and if it applies to a whole nation or a whole species, God is the only one of his kind. So God then would not, that, that wouldn't be applicable to God. So in, um, that, that would be a logical assumption, but it wouldn't be a right assumption. It's just logical. So in these set of lessons, what I've been trying to show, since I, yes, last week I introduced um, the thought of looking at the nature of God, is that we have to understand that the others who are in God's species or in God's class or in God's race are the sons of God, are those folks who have allowed the Lord to transform their mind and circumcise their heart. And so those are the guys Paul's talking about when Paul says, if any man be in Christ, <clears throat> he is a new creature. So I do agree that nobody was born um, in God's class, but God in his might, in his power, in his love, um, he's able. God is able to, to make something out of nothing. God is able to take a sinful mortal man and make him into an offspring of God. <clears throat> and if you're an offspring of God, then you're of the same nature of God. You're of the same kind or the same type. Um, offspring is a very good word. Yeah, Paul uses it, I think, it's in Acts 26, verse 17. I think, <clears throat> I'm getting old sometimes, I don't remember my text. But Paul uses it that we are the offspring um, of God. And so if you, if you believe that we're God's offspring, then you start to look at, we begin to look at ourselves or how we are, and then we start to, we begin to look at God. And if we don't believe the Bible to be without mistake, if we don't believe the Bible to be infallible, we might think that is a misprint or a misunderstanding. But the Bible is entirely true, and there's no misunderstanding in the scriptures. God is able to do that. God is able to take mere mortal men and um, and make us into exactly as He is. So it's um, if you want to read if you want to read that on your own time, it's in Acts chapter seventeen. Um. Somewhere in Acts chapter 17, you will find all of that. 
text, <clears throat> and you could you could read it and see how God how God regards us. So we looked at. Uh, let me look, let me pick up from my notes now. We looked at um, last week. We said that God is able to forget. Um, and we, um, in teaching these lessons, I sort of touch on the points that might not be so common in our thoughts about God. Um, the common things that we already know, and everybody will repeat. I, I tend not to not to spend much time or spend any time with them. I sort of look at the things that are um, not so commonly known about God. And so we have this thought in our mind that God uh, remembers all things, and there isn't anything that um, God can forget. Um, God can forget something if he wants to forget it. And so God has decided, so, so nothing, nothing happens to God outside of his will. So the way how we forget is maybe because our brain becomes overloaded or it wasn't too entrenching us, so man, the way our man forget, man will forget. But God don't forget like that. God forgets what he wants to forget. And God forgetting means that he has just decided to um he has just decided to, to forego it. He has he has decided to make it as if you didn't do it. <laughs> and if he decides that, then it's as if you didn't do it. It's 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 not imputed. It's not imputed onto you. Um, glory to God. So if it's not imputed, then there is no punishment, and um, there's no it, it won't be brought up. It, it won't be held against you. It's not on your record. Like the record is clear. So let's look at Micah chapter 7, verse 19. I'll give you at least one. And the reason I'm giving you these scenarios about God is because in order for us to work with God mightily, powerfully, in the way that the church is demanded to work with God today, we need to know God in depth. We need to know God in the deepness of his being because it is in knowing God in depth that we're even empowered to allow God to work through us. Um, my wonderful dear sister Nayoka um, taught us on Tuesday night, um, on Friday night about, this is Monday, so Friday night, about trust, trust, trust in God. The the only way that we can trust God to the depth that it is necessary to trust God in order that God's will be done in us is if we know God. We can in depth. We can't know God in a shallow and um and trust God entirely. We can only trust God to the, to, the, to the depth that we know him. So if we only know God in, in, in a little way or in a simple way or in a shallow way, then when something great comes upon us, when something deep demands us, we would not be able to stand because we don't know God to that depth. We might trust him on certain things that 
it's not so difficult anyways. But if the if, if the if the difficulty of life come upon us and, and our existence is threatened and the existence of our family is threatened, oh, we might fail to stand because we don't really know if God will work in this dimension for for anyone. So we can look at Job. You can and you can see that Job must have known God, and must have known God um, very deeply, because in all that the enemy did against him, the Bible says in all this Job did not sin with his mouth. And Job said some pretty hard things <laughs> about God and to God while he was waiting for God to respond to him. But <clears throat> when so God says he didn't sin. So if God says he didn't sin, he didn't sin. And so um, I analyzed that the only way that Job could have said the stuff that he did and, and it was not regard, regarded as sin is because Job knew God to that depth um, in order to hold God, hallelujah, to the position that he held God to. And so he he did not speak ignorantly. He didn't speak foolishly. He was speaking according to the nature of God. He was speaking according he knows of God. When Abraham tied up his boy and put him on the altar, although God had already told, told his people that they were not supposed to sacrifice their children unto God, then Abraham knew that God did not accept um human sacrifice like like that. But God told him take the boy and sacrifice him and, and I'm watching this Abraham man and he tied the boy up and he put and he was coming down with a knife and um and then God stopped him at that point and said, how, how did Abraham got to that point that he could have done like he knew God and if you in, in the Genesis text, well, he did say it in the Genesis text. To be real truthful, he said it. it. It's repeated again in Hebrews, but I didn't see it in Genesis until recently. I saw it in Hebrews, but I didn't see it in Genesis. When I went back to Genesis and I found it, I saw it in Genesis. Abraham did tell um, his servant, he said, I and the lad would return. He said that in Genesis 25. He said that they would return. Mm-hmm. So he knew he was going to come back with the boy. That's right. Um, in, in 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 Hebrews chapter eleven, it, it, it is explained that he knew that God, even if he had killed the boy, God was able to raise him back up again. But in Genesis, where it happened in the in the, in the scenario, he said plain straight to the to the servant, "You wait here, and the lad we're going to go up and worship, and we're going to come back. Okay. <laughs> I and the lad will return." So you have to know God. You have to know God in the depth of his being that he has, as much as he has opened up himself for us to know him so that when the evil days come upon us, we will be able to to stand. And in these days that we're now living, and I sometimes say in these last and closing days of time, but we don't really know if it's the last and closing days of time. It looks like it, but I check back with some world history, and I realized that other times in the world, it did look like it was the end of the world, too, and then the end of the world didn't happen. In World War One, it looked like it was the end of the world, but the end of the world didn't happen. We're still here. Uh, we're still here right now. So, you know, it's, everything is looking very dismal right now, but it doesn't have to be the end of the world. But 
if um, in these times, in these times, whether it's the end of the world or not, we need to know God deeply because the degree to which the enemy is manifesting himself, if we don't know God deeply, we will not be able to resist, resist the enemy effectively. The enemy will wear us out, and we, we wouldn't have enough knowledge of God to stand. And so you read in Hebrews chapter 11 how many of those um, believers um, of God, the, the ministers of faith, um, as the Bible called them, how they died. And so I, I look at it and I says, okay, would I be able to endure that? Would I be able to endure that? Um, Isaiah was found a thunder. Really? With a wooden saw like one human being made a saw out of wood and actually sawed another person in half, like with blood and everything splattering. Like, I, I can't even imagine that. Sometimes we won't look at some movies here because we say they're so gory, but that's the goriest thing that I've heard. Like, you, 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 you take another man. And you're a man too, and you take another man and throw him into a pot of hot oil while it is still under fire, and trying to watch him fry. Like so, this um, evil days have been upon this earth before, where the people who who believe in God were subjected to great atrocities. Not not the, not the simple things that we have to endure here right now. Somebody laugh at you and call you a holy roller, and you're ashamed and won't walk with your Bible. You know, or somebody call you a noisy gong because you're making so much noise in church, and then we don't want to go to church again. Not not those stuff. Those are petty stuff. Um, when your life is at stake. And the way how you're going to be killed because you believe in God, you're going to be killed publicly first of all, and you're going to be killed in a very inhumane way uh, 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 by a method that is so against human nature. That's that's a method that they're applying to make an example of other believers and to probably even get you to denounce um, to denounce your God and to lay aside your testimony, um, it becomes very gory. So if the world, if the world, I shouldn't say if the world, those things are happening in other places in the world right now, just not, not, just not in North America where I am, but it's happening in India. I, w- I was watching some guy saw off another man's head uh, on, on, the, on the Internet. Somebody filmed it and posted it because he believes in Christ. So it's happening someplace, just not here where I am. Um, if it does get, get it, and the guy didn't denounce Christ, he, <laughs> he allowed himself to be killed in such an agonizing way. But if it does get get to that stage, do you know God enough that you will still hold on to your testimony. And that's what's going to get you to hold on to your testimony. You can't think you know God now. 
You can't just know the shadow of God. You can't just have a slight idea about God. You can't just know God because your mommy said so, and your daddy said so, and your grandpa said so, and your bishop said so, and the, 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 the preacher preached a good message about God. So it couldn't be that. You have to know God personally in your own self. And the way how you know God is to have experiences of God and, and, and to know God's word and, and, and to put God's word, hallelujah, in action, put God's word to the test. So if something happens and you need, to, you need some deliverance, probably rather than running around, I mean, let's, let's use finances, let's use money. If, if, if you get into a situation where you need some money, rather than running around and trying to make yourself indebted to every credit card company and to every bank loan department and to every human being on the street that you need, maybe you should use it as an opportunity to activate faith in God's word right. and, and, and allow God to come to your rescue rather than trying to get another human being to rescue you. And, and so in that, that situation, God will come through and you will prove that God is your present helper in, 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 in trouble. And maybe if you have a headache, you should put God's word um, in action to help you get rid of your headache. So that maybe when you go to the doctor and he says cancer, you already had some, you know, exercise some practice in applying God's word against pain and sickness and disease. But you never ever, you know, we have aspirin, so we don't have to worry about asking God about headache because we have aspirin, we don't have to take two aspirin. You can't be taking two aspirins and then you go to the doctor, the doctor says cancer, and immediately now you're going to drum up this amount of faith um, to get rid of cancer. Um, you still been practicing <laughs> uh, little by little. And, 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 and so by the time the cancer comes, you will be so, so established in the knowledge of God that he, he heals, he's your healer, that cancer would just be like a headache. It, it wouldn't be nothing more than that. David said, look, man, a beer came up, a lion came up, you know, and I, 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 I rescued my daddy's sheep. And I, I ripped off their head with my bare hand. And this Goliath guy, he's going to be just like one of them. So if you have proof before, if you have exercise, if you exercise your faith, if you have strength, when these things, when the hard things come, then you'll be able to stand. So if you wake up tomorrow morning and our government has changed from parliamentary democracy and we now have a tyrannical government, how would we stand? A tyrannical government against the church, against the word of God, against Christian, against Christ. That's the only thing they're tyrannical about. How would you stand? How many people would still be Christians? Many people would <coughs> maintain their ground. I'm going to say, if you are not established in the depth of the knowledge of God, even if you do want to stand, you would not have the strength to stand. And so that is why we're looking we're looking at the the deep things of God as Prophet Bob. I learned that I learned that phrase from Prophet Bob. Um, the deep things of God. We're looking depths of the Word of God. Not just to say we know the Word and you know we know scriptures and we can quote this and quote that. 
<laughs> not just that, because even on this program, if I attempt to quote the scripture, you know, I want you to quote the scripture, find it and read it. Say the quote of scripture all the while, and the story is that this is not the program to quote scriptures. This is where you read my word. <laughs> so, so that is why I'm always reading, because the Lord won't let me quote the, quote the words. But we need to be able to, stand, to know the word of God, to stand up against all things. So we have to know God, because God is his own word. If you know his word, you know him. So in Micah 7, verse 19, I'm going to start reading now. I have about 15 minutes. So quickly, very fast. Okay? In Micah, in Micah um, 7, verse 19, it says, he will turn again, talking about God. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. Imagine that. He will subdue our iniquities, and thou will cast their sins into the depths of sea. So God is able to subdue because of his compassion and because he wants to have a relationship with us. To subdue, subdue means that it, it, is, it is conquered. It is of no more consequence. He's not going to hold it against you. And he will cast your sins into the depth of the sea. Depth of the sea means forgotten and gone. Okay? So also, if, um, if you want to follow through on that, you can also read Isaiah 43, verse 18. So that's Micah 7, verse 19, Isaiah 43, verse 18, and Ecclesiastes 1, verse 11. You know, God, when I begin to do the lessons. I always have this idea in my head. I'm going to come on here. I'm going to say one word and read the scripture, and then the Holy Ghost don't let me do that all the time with the scriptures. So um, with this thought that, that I am saying. So <clears throat> um, you have to actually go and read the scriptures yourself with the Holy Ghost to get all this word inside of you. These words have to be in your heart and it has to be in your spirit for them to, to be of benefit to you. They can't just be on your mind because mental ascent is not, it's not deep enough within you. The word is not embedded deep enough. And mental ascent is just to um, inspire you to encourage you and to motivate you to want to dig, to dig deeper. So you have to get these words deep down inside of you that even when you are faced with a certain situation, these words will come up. They will naturally come up out of your spirit. And if they come up out of your spirit by faith, nothing can overthrow you. And that's how you get to stand. Right. If the words are deep inside, and then if they come back out, if you recall them by faith, they come up by faith, and and um, you will you will stand strong. Your faith will preserve your your faith will, will will save you. So Isaiah forty three verse eighteen strengthened that thought that God will um, just put aside your iniquities at times and your sin, as if you didn't do them. He will not he will not hold them against you, and. Um, that does not give you a license to go sin as you want, <laughs> because God yeah. will. The Bible says, Paul says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. No, that's, these scriptures are not there in the Bible to, to let you believe that you can sin as you want, and because God will forgive you. No, they're in the Bible to show you the nature of God how God is loving and kind and forgiving. And when you learn that about God, that is supposed to endear your heart to his heart, to want to be like him, not to torment him and 
paganize him and frustrate his mercy and frustrate his grace and frustrate his glory, but to love him and to be submissive. So if you're reading these qualities about God, how forgiving he is, and, and that he will forgive your sins and cast them into the sea, and you're going to go, oops, then I can go commit adultery. Then you are not of the right spirit. You're in the wrong spirit. And so you should repent of that spirit. You should mind that spirit. Cast it out. Mm-hmm. Because then you're being presumptuous. And, and, and <clears throat> you're not being humble. You're being presumptuous. And presumptuous oh, is a dreadful thing. So God will forget your sins, and God will forgive your sins. So forgetting is a is a is a good forgiving. So for forgiving, I'm going to give you some scriptures that God does forgive sins. I, I know I know we do say, but if somebody should ask you, um, might not have already scriptures. So I'm going to share some scriptures with you. Psalms 103 verse 10. Psalms 103 verse 10. Luke 5 verse 20 to 25. First John 5. 16 to 17, Jeremiah 31, verse 37. Okay, so that's First John 5, 16 to 17, Jeremiah 31 to 37, 30, 31, verse 37, and Luke 5, 20 to 25. I want to read First John 5. Let me, let me find it quickly, and I'll read it. And the reason why I'm going to read First John is because I want to, I am establishing that we are of the God class if we are saved. And so that means to, to the same degree that God functions or operate in a certain instance, we should operate to the same degree. You know, this little, this little um, thing or organization is what would God, what would, so is that, that's his thought. Uh, what would Jesus do in this situation? And anything that Jesus would do is the same thing that we're required. We, we are required to do also. That means we are expected to be like Christ. We are um, in our ways. And if we are like Christ, then we are of the same nature, like God. So first. And 5, 16 to 17, First John, that's John in the back of the Bible, 5, verse 16 to 17 says, If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that you shall pray for it. So what that verse is saying, just have God forgive sin, are we who are sons of God, are we who are in the God class, all of the same mind, the same heart, the same species, we can also forgive sins. I know you might need a long minute to think about that and agree, but God has put that, God has not withhold that, you know, portfolio, because he makes us our brother's keeper. So I ought to be watching out for you, and you ought to be watching out for me. And if you see me, yeah. sin a sin that is not unto death, right? That means if it's not unto death, it means that God has set forgiveness for that sin. There is a sin that is unto death. And if, if, if a person sin that sin that is unto death, don't bother pray. 
No, no, but I try to forgive it because God is not going to forgive it, right? So if God is not going to forgive it, you cannot forgive it. But if God is going to forgive it, then you can forgive it. The sin unto death is blaspheming against the Holy Ghost, right? So if you blast anybody blaspheming against the Holy Ghost, <clears throat> you, you you get away from them. Don't don't even try to convert them because um, you are fighting a losing battle. But if a person sin a sin that is not unto death. I'm going to read again. If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, that means there is forgiveness. God has given the allowance for forgiveness for that sin. He, that means you who saw the brother sin, you shall ask. He shall ask. That means you shall ask God to forgive him for his sins. You, shall ask, you will ask Jesus for forgiveness for the sin. And he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. And what Jesus would do if you ask, I have so much to read and I'm going to finish tonight. I'm just going to read this one scripture and I'm going to have to stop because my time is done. But listen, <laughs> if, um, if the sin is not unto death, I can go to God and I can say, my brother, I've sinned. It is not a sin unto death. I am asking you for forgiveness. And what God will do, God will anoint me or inspire me or infill me with whatsoever is necessary to forgive that sin. He will do it through me. Let me put it that way. That's easy for you to understand. Then I will have to go back to the person who sin not unto death and say whatever it is that the Holy Ghost allowed me to say, like, you have committed this sin. I, I took a lamentation for you, and the Lord said, and I go through with the person to get forgiveness. If, if, you, if you want more proof of this, you can read the end of the book of Job, when Job miserable comforters tormented him rather than comforted him. And then in the end, the Lord said that they were to go to Job and, um, and repent, and, 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 and Job would pray for them and help to get them back on the right track with God. Right? So imagine, you know, I was, I was how I was, um, abused, tormented, ripped up, teared up, everything, lost, every, I lost everything except for my crazy wife was there with me telling me nonsense. But then, and these my friends came up, and rather than comforting me, they, they added to my torment. God, God told the friends to go to Job and repent. They, they, he didn't tell us to repent to him, God. He told them to go to Job and repent. And then he told Job to take, do a sacrifice for them. Job took a sacrifice. Now Job was like, you guys tormented me. Why should I sacrifice you? I like, God, kill you. But Job didn't do that. Job forgave their sins. And because Job forgave them, then God also forgave them, and Job was restored. So the next time somebody do you something, you think of um, taking revenge on them <laughs> or asking God to kill them, <laughs> Maybe you could ask God to forgive them, to ask God to give, ask, ask God to to put the forgiveness in you. Since it was you, they hurt. And the reason why God will put the forgiveness in you is that you to be healed from the hurt that they cause you and healed from the pain. So as you set about to execute their forgiveness, then you will also be healed of your pain. So your friends who misuse, misunderstood, abuse. Um, you, 
would, would get delivered, and you also would get um, deliverance from the pain that they cause you. And saints of God, my time has come and gone. So again, next week, I'm going to have to continue with my reading. <laughs> I only got through one scripture. Anyway, that was my lesson for tonight. And um, God bless you. I hope to, um, to worry your mind and um, to have you spend some, some good time pursuing God and pursuing the knowledge of God and, and asking God to make certain that he impart his nature and his characteristic in you. And that, that which you were born with after the flesh will depart. You don't, you don't want to hang on to those nature and characteristics. They're, they're destructive. They're debilitating. They're no good. They, they just bring you down. And when, when you're sick, they pre- prevent you from believing God, and they let you cry a well, good pity party all over yourself. You, you, you need to change those, those fleshy nature and characteristics. Again, you need to get the nature and characteristics of Christ. And you see the apostles, when they had the nature and characteristics of Christ, in tribulation they could rejoice, hallelujah, because they know that God was with them. They knew God enough. They knew that God would never leave them, neither forsake them. David knew God enough to face um, not only the lion and the deer, but the giant. They, 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 although the giant was, was experiencing warfare, and he was a, a shepherd boy, he knew God enough that he could face the giant and deliver his entire nation. Um, Daniel knew God enough that when the king says, look, if you pray to any other God except me, you are going to end up in the lion's den. And Daniel opened his window and prayed the same as usual. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they heated the fire seven times hotter. I don't know what that means. I can't explain that. What do you mean seven times hotter? Fire is hot already. What do you mean? Times hotter, but they heated the fire several times hotter, and they said, "King, oh King, live forever. We have our respect unto you and your laws, but you know we're not careful to answer you because we we, we serve the true and living God, and if He's not, you know, like He's gonna do what He's gonna do. So we'll just let Him have His way in this old situation. But they had to have proven God before that alone." that God will come through um, for them. And so when you're faced with the hard things of life, Jeremiah, God took him, Charlie out dry bones, and said, can they live? He said, oh, God, you know all things. Come on, relax. And, 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 and God said, prophesy unto them. He didn't say, God, prophesy unto them. They told Jeremiah. And Jeremiah prophesied. Uh, not, not, not Jeremiah, Ezekiel um, prophesied. And you, you have to know God. You have to know God. No, you have to, cannot have just surface knowledge of God, and God's going to tell you to call back a whole graveyard full of dead people back to life, and you're going to say, okay, God, <laughs> if you say so, here goes. You know, um, we have to know God enough. And as I said, I think the reason why God is leading us this way, because he really has me teaching this lesson, how I've never taught it before, um, is because we're living in a day and in an age where unfounded knowledge of God will not keep us in the church, will not give us victory, will not cause us to stand, because the enemy is out full force, and it's only by the knowledge of God that we can be victorious. So happy studying. 
Please dig deep, happy digging, set aside specific time to spend with God each day, read your scriptures, ask the Holy Ghost to teach you and educate you in all you're getting, get understanding, get wisdom, get knowledge, because I would really hate for something to come upon you or come upon me, and for lack of knowledge, we are destroyed. So God bless you, God keep you, hope I encourage you to... um, to pursue God and to and, and to to seek out the deep things of God. God bless you. Until next week, uh, hopefully I'll get through finishing my readings. Um, God bless you and keep you always in the name of Jesus Christ. Minister Burton. Minister Burton. Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Back to you, ma'am, before I teach all night. Amen. Amen. It's okay. Amen. Right now, I lift up Elder Jim Malcolm up to you, Father God. First of all, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything is not of you, I do honestly repent. And God, right now, I lift up Elder Jim Malcolm up to you, Father God. You see everything that she has poured out to us tonight, and we thank yes, you. Lord. Right now, I ask you to seal this on our hearts so it may grow in us. Let this penetrate our heart, penetrate our minds, penetrate our soul, even, Father God. So this be an edifying word, a helping word, a healing word, and a word that makes us more conscious to you every day. And I just thank you right now for what is done. I ask you to pour everything back into Elder June, what she has poured out tonight. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. Before I'm going to say something, uh, Ella June, once again, I have learned a lot. So I want to thank you and bless you. And I'm going to open up the floor for everybody else so they can have questions because I can ask questions all night. So I'm going to open up the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is now open for questions, comments, and feedback for this evening. Amen. Amen. I have a question, but I'll, I'll yield to um, Brother David because I can tell that he has a lot. Um, I could hear him throughout the study. So, Brother David, go go ahead and make your comment, and I, then I'll I'll ask. Well, Pastor, I, I kind of like this part of the beginning because I got a new phone, and I couldn't figure out how to get to the keypad to put the access code in. Um, and, see, this is not related to what she just preached. I had something uh, last Wednesday. I believe, and I'm going to say it's you, Pastor. Spirit came to me while I was asleep like 5 o'clock in the morning and said, David, wake up. The authorities are after you. <clears throat> I said, the authorities, and they said it in a very heavy Jamaican accent. I said, wait a minute. And they said, well, you're in the truck, and you're in the truck stop and you sleep, but the authorities are after you. And I have no idea what that meant. But Elder June, thank you for your preaching and your word. I got to hear the last part of it. And right now I'm just going through trying to find this, a lot of construction detours. I'm trying to go trying to find my way. But thank you for your word. God bless you, sir. Um, um, Elder Jen Malcolm, I had to um, literally inter. My husband's on a call. Um, 
he's, he's normally every every um, Monday night, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. He's um, he's he's on different calls. Actually, had to interrupt his call to have him listen to you um, tell the story of the frog and the scorpion. And the reason why I had to do that um, week before last, when I was in Jamaica, the bishop told the story, and okay. I was. In, I was sitting on the um, on the uh, on the pulpit. My husband was sitting, you know, on the front rows um, in the pews, and I literally looked down at him and said, "Did you tell um, Bishop King that story?" And he said, "No." And I always thought um, I always thought that my my husband um, was the one that made up that story. I really did because. <clears throat> Yeah, I did because he he calls me a scorpion, and um, you know he keeps he keeps you know I'll, you know I'll be playing with him, and I'll tell him I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna do that, and then I do it anyways, and so he calls me a scorpion, and he told he, you know he tells me that story, and and so I always thought that he made it up, uh, so when I heard Bishop King. Uh, shared the story, um, you know, last week. I was like, wow, it's. My husband didn't make it up. It's a true story. So, um, God, what are you saying to me? You know, what are you saying that, you know, for me to come, um, leave Canada, come all the way to Jamaica to hear that story? What are you saying to me? Um, today, <clears throat> today, I was thinking about something, with, you know, today being the first of the month and, um, you know, my current circumstances, and I was thinking about it. God reminded me, God said something, you know, have I not done this for you before? And I said, yes, yes, God, so I am not going to worry about it. And then when I, when I, and now this part, you know, my husband doesn't know about because these are just thoughts that I was having in my head, conversations that I'm having with God. When I hear you tonight again, um, it pricked my spirit you know, that, okay, God is repeating himself to me. Yes, you're okay. share, you, sh you shared the story for everyone that's listening um, tonight, but God is repeating himself to me again. It is my nature to provide for you. It is my yeah. nature to heal you. It is my nature to deliver you. So therefore, it doesn't matter what the circumstances may look like right now. Don't you dare take your eyes off me because I cannot change who I am. Koshanta. Woman of God, I thank you um, you may have thought that you were just doing, you know, you were just adding this, but God literally told you to tell me that tonight so that I can be reminded that he cannot change who he is. He is God, and he will never change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And I thank you so much and I thank him for repeating himself to me because this walk that I'm taking now it is scary I, I'm, I gotta tell you Elder June it is a scary walk that I'm taking 
It is, I, I, I've never done this before. I have said before in my life that, God, I have faith in you. God, I trust you. But I have never walked it out like this before. Never. And so, you know, every once in a while when the enemy, you know, comes and, 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 and he, he, he laughs. And, and the funny thing is he doesn't, he doesn't tell me about the now. He tells me about the future. He's like, well, you know, this and this is coming up. How are you going to do that, right? And then God comes back to me and tells me, I am your provider, I am your provider. I am going to take care of you. And so God sent the message to me again. So you know what I'm going to do, Ella June? I am going to type out that story. I'm going to stick it on my bathroom wall. I'm going to stick it on my dresser. I'm going to stick it on my refrigerator. I'm going to stick it everywhere in my Bible, on my computer, in my case, everywhere so that I can remind it that God cannot change, that the same God, hallelujah, who delivered Job, the same God who delivered Abram, the same God who did, who told, who told Abram to take Isaac and sacrifice him and then provided the ram in the thicket, he's still the same God and he's my God, his nature cannot change. I thank you, and I thank you once again for the teaching tonight. I was busy making, um, doing, doing uh, some stuff with, with this month's calendar, so I didn't write down the scriptures, but I'm going to go back and listen to the recording so that I can write down the scriptures, because I like to do that on Monday nights, write down the scriptures, glory to God. So I'm going to do that so that I can go, um, go over them, study them. And I heard you when you said, dig deeper, dig deeper, and I said, yes, yes, woman of God, I'm going to dig deeper, because you know what? This God that we serve, this God who loves us, this God, he is an amazingly, awesomely, wonderful God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the more that I know about him, glory to God. The more I want to serve him, the more I get to know him, the more I love him. I don't want to, woman of God, I don't want to let him, glory to God, hallelujah. I just want to, I just want to depend upon him every day of my life. So I thank you. I thank you for giving me tonight a newfound love of my Abba Father. And let me tell you something, woman of God. I love him. I love him. I really, really, I really love, love him. I love him. I love you, God. Hallelujah. Mighty God. But tonight, tonight, I'm like, God, you're not ramp. You're not joke. Man, God good. God good. That's all I can say. Glory to God. God good. He's good. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. One more now. I got a question. Um, Go ahead, Mister. I have to say, um, I can't even remember. I'll remember later anyway. I did have a question. Um, but I can say once again, Elder June, this lesson really opened my eyes uh, to certain things. So I, I am very grateful tonight. Uh, amen. So, um, amen. Are there any prayer requests before we close? Amen. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm still going to pray 
And if anything holds really after I, our prayer. I, I have a, uh, Minister, I have a standing order right now for the young people in my family. Um, okay. My family and some of our young people, we are going through a very serious um, time right now, and um, we just need a lot of strength and a lot of support. And um, okay. just remember um, the young people in my family and my family in general. And um, okay. if you're not on the program at any point in time, you are praying anywhere, please remember Elder Malcolm, the, the, the next generation, the next generation the enemy is trying to destroy our next generation. But we will not be Edomites. We're going to survive, you know. We, we love our children and we train our children in the Lord, and they choose to go the way of the world. No, we, um, we are still fighting for our children, and I'm just enlisting all your help. Please help us fight for our, our children in, in my family at this time. And, and, and two generations after me, um, they'll find themselves in a, in a bind. And... Um, it is just too many of them all at once, and so I'm asking you all to uphold the young people in my family with me, okay. Jesus. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Amen. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, you are Adonai. You're El Shaddai. You're Elohim. You're the great I am. And, God, I give you praise tonight. I worship you tonight. I Shabbat mm-hmm. you tonight because there is no one, no one like you, Father God. And Lord. right now, Father God, I lift up I lift up Pastor Marie Chan to you, Father God. I just thank you and bless her because she has been a blessing to my life, Father God. And, God, I just give you yeah. praise for her right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I Lord. lift up her request, her known and her on the secret desires of her heart, Father God. I lift up her request to you, Father God. God, I thank you for opening doors for her full-time ministry now in the name of Jesus. I thank you yes. for providing residual income to that household, Father God. I thank you for everything that you are needing, that she is needing, and, and her husband is needing, and her family is needing, everything, Father God. I thank Lord. you for being showing that you are the provider, that you are yes. out of nine. When you ordained her to go out into this world, to preach the gospel, to save souls, to rescue them, Father God, you have ordained her to do so because you will, and you will make everything else fall under it, Father God. So we, I give you praise this evening, Thank Father you, God. Father God, I lift up. I lift up Elder Jim Malcolm's family up to you, Father God, and I lift up those who are also praying for loved ones, Father God. Generation of curses. So right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I command every. Every generational curse is on their bloodline to be broken now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you yes. to clear the prevention to break off now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to wash their blood and give them a blood transfusion with your DNA in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to protect anything they have done that has set their hearts, their souls, and their minds on trading for it. Father God, we call it back until according to where you need that we Call back now in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, I ask you right now to send our ministering angels. Father God, put people in their path, Father God. Father God, right now, I ask you to bind up the spirit of frustration, Father God. I ask you to bind up up the lies that the world has told, Father God. And, Father God, we release your truth unto them now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bind up the truth, my truth, her truth, but we want your truth because you are the spirit. 
the living spirit, and you are the true Father God. Father God, we break this coldness that is coming on to her family line to cut them off now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to send out your clarity and call to all the prodigals that come back home. This is what you have heard. What you have heard of my son is not true, but let me show you what the true and living God. Break down all washed, worldly washed images of you out of their minds, their souls, and hearts now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I ask you to rebuild their houses on sound foundation now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to redown, rebound, mm, I ask you to redo the foundations of their hearts, their minds, their souls. According to you now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we put a standing prayer out there so whenever their prayer that meets, this too too shall touch and agree, and it shall be so in the name of Jesus. Father God, I not only pray this prayer for Elder Jim Malcolm, but I pray this for everybody on the line. You see and you know, Father God, what other what other ones are pitching their religion to them, Father God. Let them, let them see the holes of what they're doing and show it's only only behavior modification, but it's not a heart change. It's not a heart modification now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you right now. I bless you right now. I lift up every single child that's going to school this year. Full time is happening right now in the U.S. account and other places. Father God, I ask you to prep their minds. <laughs> not with worldly thoughts, but with godly thoughts in the name of Jesus. Father God, lead those who have never seen a Bible in their life. Lead them to you today, Father God. Father God, right now, I ask you to prep those teachers that are going to teach right now, Father God. Let them teach the words that what you need, to be, what these kids need to know. Father God, I ask you to send out angels and protection and people there to guide them through the right path and keep them safe from harm, harm and provide a stable environment. All I ask, Father God, is to provide a stable environment for these kids. Break the bullying spirit off them now in the name of Jesus. Father God, show them how to communicate according to you, what you call communication and not what the world calls. Father God, come down this ADHD spirit coming on your kids. Attention deficit, show them that you are patient. And I ask you for those who are missing deficit of patience that you shall provide it. There are those who are missing attention. Father God, you shall provide it now. Father God, Father God, sell their homes and create environments in their homes so the kids can study at night, Father God. Show the parents how to reach your babies now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And teach them how to get away. Because, see, if they learn young your ways, they shall not part. They shall come back to them when they're old. So, God, I thank you tonight. What is going on? Thank you right now. Father God, I lift the United States once again up to you. God, just help us. That's all I can say right now. Father God, I lift this election up to you, Father God. Father God, break this Antichrist spirit off this country right now, this lying spirit, this blindness off the people in the name of Jesus. Father God, we are asking for your prayer right now. We ask you to step in, Father God. Let it be done, Father God, because right now, Father God, I'm seeing things I never thought I would see in the name of Jesus. And God, right now, right now, I lift up the farmers in eastern Arkansas right now, Father God, where the cross is being natural, soybean cross being killed because they did not go through GMO modified, Father God. Father God, sometimes, Father God, we do things that's maybe not maybe the good intention, but not of you, Father God. I ask you to bless those crops, Father God, that those who are needing help right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you right now. 
and I bless you right now. I lift up these cities right now that are having police brutality as we go into the fall, Father God. Oh, God, I lift up the towns that are having water problems now to you now in the name of Jesus. Father God, yes. I thank you for blessing people that are needing blessings right now, Father God. Let our words be an interceding right now for those who are crying out for help, Father God. So, God, tonight I thank you for tonight what, what you're doing and what you're about to do. And I pray this prayer in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ms. Burton, can I ask you to just pray a prayer for my sister? She's feeling sharp pain in her chest. Okay. Father God, right now, watch me, your son's precious blood, forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions, anything that's not of you right now, Father God. Father God, I lift up Elder G. Malcolm's sister up to you, Father God, and she is having chest pains, Father God. Father God, right now, I need you to go in to her body right now. Calm down her blood her, her blood pressure yes. now in the name of Jesus. Father God, yes. I need you to touch her heart right now and keep her heart from being distressed now. So shall it be a blood cup, Father God, I ask you to dissolve it now in the name of Jesus. Father God, if it's tension and stress wrapped around her heart, I ask you to unwrap it and cast we it name of Jesus. it off her heart. And bind it up and send it out of her now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we restore her atrium. Father God, your ventricle now. Father God, Lord, into her heart walls and give them strength. Father God, I ask you to let the Holy Spirit through her arteries and veins and clear out the plaque. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And have the divine put in, and divine we need divine sense. We need divine. Uh, uh, divine is now in the name. Lord, what is it? Lord. is now in the name of Jesus. Father God, restore to normal now Lord. in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you right now for having her his rhythm. On track and on point now in the name of the mighty name of God. I thank you right now. Everything is being done. Father God, make sure there's no irregular heartbeat. So set her heartbeat according to what it needs to be now in the name of Jesus. Father God, dissolve anything issues that are coming. Father God, if it's plaque, let it be dissolved and flush out her system now in the name of Jesus. Father God, now we stop the damage that's already done, and we speak life over her body now in the Lord. name of Jesus. We speak health and holiness now in the name yes. of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. According to your word, God. According to thy Amen. Minister Lashana, um, I, can I stand in agreement with your prayers and just um, also pray for Pastor Clark? And the the reason why I'm having issues with my chest as well, so I just wanna um, I wanna as I as I lay hands on my chest, I I wanna stand in proxy for her in the name of Jesus. Is that okay? Yeah. 
Yes, ma'am. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Minister um, Lashana. God bless you. Uh, Father, I thank you even now. I praise, I glorify your holy name. Father, since the last time that I prayed, oh God, if I've done anything, if Hallelujah. I've done anything, oh God, that was not right, oh God, I repent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth. I ask, oh God, Amen. that you will wash me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I ask, oh God, that you'll forgive me of every sin in the name of Jesus. Take all my sins, all my iniquities, and throw them in the sea of forgetfulness, King of glory. And I receive my forgiveness, O God. I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross just for me, O God for my sins, oh God. But God, your word says, hallelujah, that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. God, that is your word, and God, you did say, hallelujah, that we can bring back to your remembrance. That's what you said. We know you do not forget anything, oh God, but we know that you are trying us to see if we know your word, if we remember your word, if we will stand upon your promises, oh God. Lord God, hallelujah, because you are the healer, because you are the great physician, because you are the bomb in Gilead, God, I stand upon your words tonight, and I speak, hallelujah, complete and total healing for Pastor Clark right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I am asking you, oh God, hallelujah, as I stand in agreement with the prayers prayed by your servant, Minister I am asking that your Holy Spirit right now will blow lungs right now, hallelujah, into every valve, into every vessel, to every cell, mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father God, hallelujah, I am asking you to go to the root cause of the pain, go to the root cause of the discomfort, right, and I'm asking because I know that you can do it, says God, it was you who asked the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord, and God, your son replied, hallelujah, in the New Testament by saying that there's nothing that is impossible for God, and Lord, we stand upon your words tonight, we believe, oh God, that you are the healer, mighty God of Daniel, you bring forth Lazarus from the grave. You did raise Jairus's The woman that had the issue for 12 years, the one that was bowled over for 18 years, the man that was by the pool Bethesda for 38 years, the man that was by the gate beautiful, who was crippled from his mother's womb. Mighty God, that's just a tip of the tip of the iceberg of what you have done, oh God, what you have shown us, oh God, that you are the miracle working God. And so tonight I am asking you even now to go to Brampton, Ontario, Canada, and to touch, oh God, your woman servant right now. Her head, the soles of her in the mighty name of Jesus. I am you, oh God, right now to loose her, oh God, from every plan, plot, every attack, every assignment. 
center of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against the wicked adversary tonight, oh God, because God, I know pain and discomfort does not come from you, God. So, Lord God, right now, I command it to be returned to sender in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, even now, God, my Shatora, my God, my God, my chest is on hold. Even now, God, before, oh God, she even gets now, Even now, even now, God, hallelujah. She oh, yeah. will see, oh God, hallelujah, the manifestation of your healing virtue, oh God, upon her in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And Father God, I pray, oh God, hallelujah, for any other persons on this line tonight experiencing pain, experiencing discomfort, I curse it and send it back to the dark abyss of hell in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, burn out, oh God, the spirit of infirmity, oh God, tonight with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Yes, We receive, oh God, our breakthrough, oh God, tonight. We receive restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we're not going to wait until tomorrow. We're not going to wait until next week because you're the God of the now. Hallelujah. So we receive it from you now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, I'm asking that while you are passing our blessings right now, oh God, healing blessings, oh God, I'm asking you to shame the devil some more, oh God, by, oh God, blessing your people, oh God, in every area, oh God, hallelujah, of their lives in the name of Jesus. Whatever is missing, whatever is lacking, oh God, I am asking you to grant it unto your people tonight in the name of Jesus. Shame the devil, oh God, hallelujah, because for too long he has been laughing, for too long, oh God, but tonight, oh God, we will laugh in the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. We will rejoice, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, because we know who you are. We know, God, that you are the healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Oh, hallelujah. You are Jehovah Shalom, our peace in the midst of the storms. Hallelujah. You are our everything. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you are our beginning. You are our end. Oh, God, hallelujah. Mighty God, your word tells us that we should cast our cares upon you because you care for us, oh God, hallelujah, so tonight, whatever it is, oh God, we cast it upon you, oh God, we place, oh God, our worries, we place our situations and circumstances at the foot of your son's cross tonight, in the name of Jesus, and Father God, by faith, oh God, we call it done, because it is your nature, oh God, to bless us, it is your very nature, oh God, to heal, it is your nature, oh God, to restore, oh God, it is your nature to provide for us, oh God. So we're calling it done tonight, oh God. We're praising you, oh God, and thanking you, Makoshanta. Yamakoshotora. For who you are, King of Glory. Maseke Yaramashata. Thank you. Father, I bless you. I thank you, O God. As Brother David, O God, is traveling on the highways and the byways, Lord God, assign, O God, angels to be with him in the name of Jesus. Father, keep him. God, hallelujah. Oh, God, as he stops.
stops, oh God, in the in, in the bus, in, 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 in the truck stops, oh God, hallelujah, to rest, oh God. Assign angels over him, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, there must be a reason why you sent a word to him while he was sleeping, oh God. So even now, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over him, oh God. Cover him from the corner of his head to the soles of his feet, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you, oh God. Hearing, O oh God. Clear, God. But answering, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, tonight I thank you, O oh God, for my son, O oh God. Prophet Joseph Smith, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, miracles, O oh God. I thank you for what you have oh God, for him, O oh God. And I thank you, O oh God, for what you're about to do in his life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, every blessing, O oh God, that you've released upon him, O oh God, I'm asking that you, my God, multiply it, O oh God, hallelujah, and pour it out upon him again and again and again and again in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, even now. I place, O oh God, little Naomi, O oh God, before you, O oh God. O oh God, she Christ, she called today for prayer, oh God, hallelujah, as she embarks, oh God, on a new venture tomorrow, oh God, Father God, hallelujah, the mere fact, oh God, that she believes, oh God, in prayer, that she believes, oh God, hallelujah, that you will be with her, oh God, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you, oh God, to protect her, oh God, I'm asking you, oh God, to provide for her every need, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and Father God, hallelujah, I'm asking, oh God, that you will, oh God, be with her, oh God, through her studies, oh God, hallelujah. Bring back everything to her memory, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I declare, I declare that she will excel, oh God, above the other students, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I declare, I declare, oh God, that she will be a mentor, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for hearing me tonight. And Father, I thank you, oh God, that not once, oh God, throughout this prayer, oh God, did I feel a pain in my chest, oh God, or did I cough? Mighty God, you are the healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the bomb in Gilead. There's none above you. There's none beside you. There's none like you, oh God. So I thank you for hearing me tonight. I thank you for answering me, oh God. I thank you for Simple Words Ministry Prayer Line, oh God. I thank you for every person, oh God, who came on the line tonight, oh God. Lord God, just, oh God, just because your God. Just bless them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I give you thanks and I give you praise in Jesus' precious and mighty name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory Glory to God. Glory Right now, Father God. Mm, Father God, we thank you right now. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Father God, I lift up Pastor Marie Chen right to you, Father God. Cover her right now. I plead for Psalm 91 over her right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you for, now for what you have already done. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Everyone, come back tomorrow night. At 9 p.m. for Jeremiah's Generation with Sister Kamisha from the Hour right. of Jamaica. Of course, not, of course, on Wednesdays, we got Standing in the Gap, 7.14 Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, we have our worship services at 9 p.m. Of course, Thursdays, we're walking through the Word with Sister Nyoka. 
And on Fridays, we got Fire on the Wire at midnight. Hallelujah. And on Saturdays, don't forget at noon with Elder, with, uh, oh, excuse me, Minister Monica Hold a Little. Amen. And also, Hallelujah. of course, Sundays, we have our evening services. All the services are in Eastern Standard Time, so adjust, hmm, adjust your uh, time zones correctly. Amen. 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 Uh, Again, again, what a what what a night, what a night, Amen. Yeah. You know what? God is awesome. God is so awesome. He is so good. He is yeah. merciful. He is grateful. Right. He is everything. He is everything that you would ever need. Yeah. Like I said, again tonight, everyone. Pray again when you, as we leave this place. Stay in this thing. Stay in the Pray Before we go, Pastor Clark, let's Pastor Clark testify that she's feeling much better. Amen. To God be the glory. Me too. Notice I haven't called. Me too. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I give God thanks for you tonight. And I'm saying keep up the good. Because a, the sharp pain was going right across my breast, under my breast, right across from one to the other. And now I could breathe in freely and breathe out. No pain. No pain. God still hears and answers prayers. Prayers. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. Yes. To God be the, the glory. God is a healer. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I love you all. Glory to God. Like I said, God is still a healer. He is is everything that we are needing him to be. Amen. 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 So, with that being said, everyone, may may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. And be gracious to you. He lifts his countenance upon you and give you peace. Sleep with God's yeah. angels, everyone, and good night. Good night. God bless you all. Love you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. Tomorrow. God bless you. Have a blessed night, everybody. Love you guys. Sleep with God's angels. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.